Noches! Welcome back to another episode of the BPM Podcast, your favorite podcast in the world. And uh, we're back, baby. I wasn't here last week because, uh, you know what I mean? There was a little minor accident with my face, including my mouth. Um, I had a little chipped tooth that was in pain over the Labor Day weekend. There was no dentist available. There was no... There was emergencies, whatever, but I was like, the pain is not that bad. I'll deal with it. I'll go see somebody next week. So I had a chipped tooth. And uh, I'll put up a picture right here and another one right there. Just so you can see what it was. It wasn't that bad. It was, it was infuriating most than anything, for sure. I was not happy. I was not a happy camper. I, I had numerous uh, feelings about it. I was like, fuck, I'm going to bleed everywhere. It's going to hurt. And then immediately right after that, I was like, why is this happening to me? Like, what the fuck? What did I do? Why is karma trying to get back to me? Where did I fuck up? Where did I steered in the wrong direction? And now I have to make amends with karma by humbling myself and i hate being humble i like being humble but i hate being humble you know i don't know why i like it or hate it i want to be myself <laughs> so i'm going to explain what happened so we have this ice paddles in the kitchen right there there's this two things i'll put up a picture right there and they're on screw on top. You fill them with water and then stick them in the freezer. And that's how we cool stuff down from the danger zone. You know, like once it gets hot, you got to cool it down a certain to a certain temperature in a, in, in a four hour window. And if not, you got to reheat it. This is this whole process of. So we have this and we had made refried beans and refried beans if you don't know once they cool down they become like fucking concrete it's just that paddle is about two and a half feet long maybe three i think it's a three footer stick it in a five gallon bucket with refried beans so they just once it's it's like concrete so i pull it out of the walk-in put it on a table and i start wiggling it back and forth and it's not coming off at this time i look over the beans i look down and i'm like oh that's just stuck i was about to use my hand and try to like wedge it out but i gave it like one last yank i was like if it doesn't come out in this one i'll do something else and as i yank because i didn't yank up the first time i was just side to side but when I yank up this screw thing that's, that's where you screw it on top came loose. And this fucking six inch of hard plastic just hit me right in the mouth. And I felt it right away like the I it was I was like, oh shit. But I was angry. Like my first initial reaction was anger. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? Uh, but I got over it, and your boy got a resin tooth now. 
They wanted to do a whole crown and they're gonna make me wait two months for an implant. I was like, I need the grill. I need the money maker back. I want to be able to eat. And now I feel like I have a lisp because the thing in the back of my tooth is a little rough. Not rough, but it's it doesn't feel like my tooth. And so I can't stop like playing with it. But I'm trying to coach myself not to be like too much into it, you know, and, and possibly ruin it. Because I just got it done last week on Wednesday of last week. This happened Saturday. And Monday, everybody was out. Tuesday, needed to recuperate. Uh, but shout out to everybody that helped me out, you know. Um, he was... Uh, very gentle to say the least i was like damn dog i got some tattoos i didn't even feel you poke me where your hands at and he was like oh no they call me the phantom hands i'm like all right easy easy my mouth is open i can't see shit this light is bright just get it done all right stop messing with me and try to tell me you're nice mr smooth hands all of a sudden all of a sudden god dang it so i was gonna record even with the like the missing with the chipped tooth, I was gonna put up an episode, and in the middle of everything, I I got this excruciating pain. Like I started to record, and I got this pain from like the AC hitting my face. That like it shot from my lip all the way to like behind my ear, and I was like, oh, that's not good. So I stopped, and I was like, oh, I'll. I'll go back around it, and if this pain goes away, I'll record, but I apologize, I didn't, I really wanted to, uh, we are almost at the end of the year, and I've had a few come to Jesus moments, uh, as a person, uh, that was one of them, the, the thing in the face was one of them, because funny enough, I used to make fun of this co-worker of mine because he had a something similar. And that shit fell out and I was like, oh, you can stick your head out the window and, you know, you'll whistle. I'm like, so corny, dude. You know, but like I could see it was bothering him that I made fun of something so personal. So I stopped. I didn't say anything else. And then when that happened to me, he came to me and he's like, you know why I feel your pain? Like, but this is karma, like, he was trying to, like, jab back at me for me, I was like, dude, you can make fun of me, and I had, like, I'm not, I don't care, like, it just sucks that it has to happen on a long-ass weekend when I can't get into the dentist's office, but he's like, no, I feel your pain, I, like, it looks, you know, like, he was, he was nice about it, but, like, he wanted to get his, like, I was right, karma was gonna get you for being such an asshole, uh, but that don't matter, dude, that, you know what I mean, that, I, I saw two things, I saw either I'm too loud and god is like yo listen simmer down this is not you pa or karma's like hey yo stop making fun of people because it'll happen to you and it ain't funny huh it is funny it happened to me i'll put you'll see this pictures i look like a fucking mexican vampire got had a baby with a shark that was on his last legs on his last fins and he was like we'll make a baby and that was me i looked like a vampire slash mexican shark 
thing. And everybody's like, you got to whistle when you stick your head out the window. I'm like, I live in Arizona. And nobody rolls their window down unless you're going through a drive-thru. Nobody. Unless you don't. If you don't have AC, you roll your windows down. But if you have AC in your car, the windows stay up. No matter what. No matter how. Oh, the weather's so nice. It's cloudy. It's 70. I don't care. I don't want to smell that fentanyl air. I'm good. I struggle with no AC most of my life. Now I have AC in my car. Guess what? Nobody is making me roll my window down. I don't care if I make a choo-choo train noise when I stick my head out the window. It don't matter. I lock the windows. The no, unless somebody toot in the car, which is commonly happening in my family. My daughter, she goes, you guys might want to roll the windows down because my far just did this. And it was deadly. This girl eats hummus and frozen grapes so you imagine those farts they're not nice and my son he's a bottomless pit right now that's the only time i'm rolling the windows down if he's like you know what he's actually dad can you roll the window down like <laughs> he's like a shame he's like can you roll the window down it's gonna smell in here i'm like uh yeah but all those little jokes it, they don't it don't bother me like who cares like I got real things to worry about. The little joke thing is just to get, you know, just to bust bust somebody's chops about something. Not like I mean to hurt you and like I want you to feel blessed than me, even though you are, you peasant. I do declare. But that happened last week and it was not fun. Also, another thing that happened. I how do you guys feel about that? Uh, Oliver Anthony character uh, musician I cannot stop singing this fucking song the other day I came home put my speaker in the bathroom or in the bathroom blasted Anthony Richman north of Richmond for like a good 30 minutes I couldn't I like I listened to it all day in my head and that's what happened. Like, like I like something, and I like squeeze every dopamine corner and crevice that it has. And then once it's done, then I'm like, there's no more dopamine from it. I move on to the next one. Cause my your brain starts to like, this is what I. Again, this is not proven. This is just me. How I experience music. I experience music to where like. I'll burn every bridge there is of dopamine from that one song or that one artist, and then I move on. I give the new generation a chance to uh, to enlighten me into something else that that gives me that dope. No, not because like oh, and pe- not because like the artist that I just listened to is not good enough anymore. It's just I'm done, and I want to move on. I have the freedom to do so. Like, just like you have the freedom to go back to 1972 and dig out those old songs and remind yourself that they were so good, right? That same thing happens to me, but with the newer music. I'm like, fuck yeah. Because coming up with an invention such such as like a song or a movie or art, something new is always better. I'm not saying it's better than than the old stuff. I'm just saying it's hard to put 
something good out. So when it comes out, why not give it a try? You know how many months it took to record that one song? You know how many life experiences that person had to go through to be like, all right, I feel uh, capable enough that I could do this and I'm going to do it. And if it doesn't pan out, and then you start doubting yourself. It's like everything else. You doubt yourself with uh, with doing that one thing you want to do. You're like, I don't know. Like you're over-researching and, and overthinking, and you never get to start to do it. So when it comes to music, I like to give it a try. I can go back if I miss something, and sometimes I do that. Sometimes I'll hear I'll hear an artist popping off. You know, like. Fade. Fade is a Colombian urban urban music artist. I heard him over so many featurings and, and I'm like, what's the fuss about this guy? I'm like, I don't have time to like investigate what's going on with this music and why is he so popular? But I found a I found a, 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 a just a smidget of a second and I looked him up and Right now, it's Oliver, Oliver Anthony and Fade. Those two. I'm bouncing back and forth, right? But the message that the the message the message that I leave you for you today it is that that uh, you want to come to uh, to uh, experience the music beyond the words, beyond the words, because the words could get through you a, a message as being pushed by the agenda. And the message behind the song is frustration. But not only in the delivery of the lyrics, but also but by the delivery of the pain in the voice. This person, this this artist, his unique style of singing is unique to him it, he doesn't hit certain parameters for the music industry but like the realness of his he is the trump of the musicians he just came in and number one hit in two weeks no record label no, no record label no fancy equipment not a studio in sight just out in the wilderness doing his thing if if People are going to resonate with what you're doing. It don't matter where you do it. For so long, I was like, I'm not going to do this podcast. I need all this equipment. I'm not, and I'm not by any way trying to say that my little podcast is a success story. I'm not. I don't have any measurements of what success is. When it comes to this, I don't, I've never done any of this. So just the opportunity to do it every week is an accomplishment for me. How it does, that's up to you. It has nothing to do with me. Some people might like it. Some people might not like it and that's okay. But like, I'm not going to stop doing something I enjoy on the perception of other people. That, that how this does is totally up to everybody who decides to watch or not watch or even listen. Because if you were me, 
if you ask me, like, hey, would you rather watch this guy or listen to this guy? I'd be like, which one's the lesser of both? And it's possibly listening. You don't have to look at this mug, you know what I mean? With a fake tooth over here. I wanted a gold tooth so bad. But I couldn't, you know? They're like, uh, no, sir. You know? We don't, we, we can't. I'm like, why not? I look like a Mexican pimp shark. Shark pimp or something. Right? So, like, to give my explanation on on... On why I'm so obsessed with this song, it's the message in the guy's voice, not in the lyrics, in his voice. Like you could see the the raw person still. He might get, you know, watched with with uh, the industry as he progresses, but right now, like his rawness is like. What is drawing a lot of people? His rawness, his his background, the way he looks. He's got he's all he's got all the little things that make an artist be interesting. And also, it sounds fucking good. It's something you want to sing. It's like a, like they they're calling it an anthem song. I don't think we have an anthem as Mexicans. We focus on what two kids, two Mexican-Americans are growing, born and grown up in the U.S. have to think about Mexico. If you are a real Mexican, if you are a real Mexican, that shouldn't bother you. What other people think about their own experience with a place a country a person or a food has nothing to do with you and if you care that much at 35 45 years old shame on you don't you have to feed your grandma or change your grandma's diaper isn't that more important than shitting on two kids that they don't like mexican food in mexico or they don't speak the language correctly I can't remember, uh, Yaritza and, and Su Esencia, right? Yaritza and Su Esencia is like this Mexican love song writer's artist. They just, she has a voice that people like, and she made a mistake thinking that Mexico was going to welcome her with open arms. And to be honest, they don't. They don't because they're looking for anything to make you feel that you're not enough. And as a culture, that's, that's, we thrive on. I've never seen white people fighting on who's whiter. Not once in my life. I've never been like, yo, hey, Kyle, I'm whiter than you because I hook up with my sister. Never. I'm more American than you because I know all my capitals. All the state capitals. I, I'm more Mexican than you because I love me a good cheeseburger. I love me a good diesel truck and a bad day, a can of chew. What are you doing? Oh, you're working on computers, Kyle. Yeah, see, you're not white enough. I've never seen white people fight on who's more whiter. But, like, that's a pride thing that, that, that us Latinos have. Like, uh, it, it happens with, like, Dominicans and Republicans. 
Dominicans and Republicans. Dominicans and Puerto Ricans. They're like, who's the best of us? We're all the fucking same. We're all the same. Don't care what you... Just because you love something more than I do doesn't mean you're more of that than I am. But it is what it is, right? So, like, the message that this guy has should resonate with our people, too. Because I feel like our people are always in the dark about things. Yeah, you watch the news at Telemundo and Univision and, and, and all these places that are uh, catered to the to the Spanish speaking community. <coughs> but <clears throat> excuse me, but are they really telling you the truth? That's what I'm like concerned with. Are they really? Because it's happening with Fox, is CNN, and all those major networks. They're not really in the truth business. They're in the news business. Well, what makes news news? They get to cherry pick what we want to push onto the world. But the what the reality of of the economy, the reality of the unrest, the reality of homelessness, the reality of 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 the mess that some of these policies have created, no one's really talking about it. And my community, I feel like sometimes um, we are too strong for our own good. Because we'll put up with a lot of nonsense, a lot of nonsense, and, and and because either we're scared to confront, or or we're scared that that job is not gonna be our job anymore, because you feel like you have limited capacity to 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 find other things. That's not the case. You came to America. Because the opportunities are there. So don't don't get scared because you can lose a job. Jobs will be always there. Stand on your own little two squares and stand up for yourself. Have a voice. Don't don't let people run over you just because you are comprehensive about losing a job or not or or undercharging for your services because you want to get the job get paid what you deserve get paid for what you know don't get paid just because you want to have the job over somebody just to secure the bag don't mean you have to go below the like i'll give you an example i want to get my car tinted I want to get the car that I have higher grade tint than the than the currently one it has, than the current one that it has. I call three places, right? I call one that's nearby my house, and they're called certain name, and this this is what they do. This is the only thing they do. I called another place the exactly same model. But in the south side. 
And then I call a buddy of mine that does the same thing. Let's say that the, the one in the in Midtown was about $100 more expensive than the one in the South Side. And the homie I know was about 175 cheaper. He used to work at a place like that. He used to work at a dealership, tinted windows. Like, this is what he does. This is exactly what he does. This is his profession. This is how he makes a living. And I was like, hey, yo, bro, why are you charging so little? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, you come to me. I don't have to go anywhere. You're providing a service. I could go to work and you come to my job and tint it. He's like, yeah. <laughs> but why are you charging so little? He's like, because I'm trying to get more business. I was like, fuck that, dude. Don't do that. I was like, I mean, do it for me because I want to get it tinted. But don't do that. Don't don't be. You got experience. You got all the tools. You are. Your job. Have you ever had any complaints? He's like, like two or three. But I fix them and send them on their merry way charge free of charge i'm like okay so why won't you charge let's say a hundred dollars more he's like because people get scared they don't want to spend money i'm like yeah but fuck that you want to get those people out of your way and get to the people that want to pay because if 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 this guy pays and he's got two cars you might just get more business or what if his mom wants to get it this is how you start building your clientele to to move up. You can't just throw your work away for just because you need. And I get it. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of um, things that they have to be in play. Do I have money for today? Uh, I don't have any money. I got to bring some in. So instead of not bringing anything, I'll bring one hundred fifty dollars for a tent for an SUV. I get that point as well like if you're charging a hundred dollars 150 dollars for suv and and the guys that are charging 320 for the same suv you're undercutting their throat and you're still going to like i get it like you would rather have the 150 than nothing for the day but you gotta build momentum you know And, and and that really got me thinking because like his his work is legit and he enjoys it. He wants to forever do this. He doesn't want to change. He he enjoys the the process of everything. He's just a little stuck right now with prices and and that's what I mean. Like we are so willing to work. We're willing to fucking work so hard. Even if we get paid less. Even if we get paid less, I'm not talking about me specifically. I'm talking about us as a community. You know, there's people when I first wanted to learn how to cook and I got my first real kitchen job. My shift was from nine in the morning to two in the afternoon, five days a week. And I didn't complain, not one bit. I would come in every day for lunch. And I will go home at two. But when I realized that they needed help at night, I asked. I'm like, hey, you guys want me to stay and work at night? And they're like, no, we can't pay you. I'm okay. 
let me work an hour, an hour and a half every uh, every night for free. Just let me help you so I can learn. So I offer my time for me to learn. Because if I'm not here, I'm not learning because I'm at home. I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to do what I got to do to not think about work. But if I want to learn this, I have to sacrifice this. And that's okay because no one's willing to teach you for free. Nobody's going to teach you for free. And if they are, fucking keep them around. Teach people what you know. Because you're not taking that shit to the grave. Who cares? So... I did that for like months, you know, and eventually they're like, you know what, I need you to come in and work that station, but that station pays this much. I'm like, fuck yeah, you know, so like from one station to another station to another station to another part of the building, little by little, I just kept my mouth shut. I just, if I want to, I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, what about that free time? No, that was my teaching moment that was my school i didn't have a chance to go to school so i have to learn this through another avenue i have to learn this through my own means if i want to get good at this am i there no am i there now no so but now i changed how i practice my things now i have enough knowledge to come home and be like all right what type of food have i never tried what type of food have I never eaten? And what are the ingredients I need? Put a, lo- a list together. Plan it out. Cook it. Feed it to my kids and see what they think. Those are my two judges. I make them try everything. Ever- they try everything. But if I try to give them tomatoes, they fucking make faces. They don't like cold. T- this is the thing. They don't like cold tomatoes. On a sandwich or a burger. I'm like, that's the best way to have them. But if I make ceviche, tomatoes are no problem cold and diced. No problem. Marinara, not a problem. But sliced cold tomatoes, like a nice BLT, they don't fucking like it. Or a nice turkey avocado bacon sandwich, they don't like it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, now I have a different way on approaching things. To go to the next level. And the next level is not easy. It's. It takes a little bit of your soul. To go to the next level. Because you know you're going to. If I sacrifice my time. When I was first. Starting in the journey. What's next? What do I have to sacrifice next? Like what? what's. What's the big sacrifice you're not willing to do. To go to the next step. Sacrifice not working a couple of days. This is why I told my buddy. Focus on fucking getting out there and getting your name out there to people's ear. People don't know you do this. How do I know you do this? Because we're friends. But no one knows that you're doing this. And if it's convenient enough where you can just show up to the crib and do it for them, they don't have to go anywhere. They don't have to get in the car, wait in the lobby of some place, you know. Focus on a couple of days of the week. They'd be like, all right, today we're just doing marketing. Door to door, whatever it is, parking lots, whatever it is. Whatever you have to do, flyers, 
business cards, whatever it is that you have to do, social media, do it. Because if you're not doing it, who is doing it? How do you know that? Yeah, you might got a nice tip from the last guy, but did he tell anybody? Probably not. So just trying to look out for yourself because no one's going to do it. That's what I get from that song. Look out for yourself because if you let the government dictate how they're going to take care of the problems we're having, the problems we're having all of a sudden, they ain't going to. That's not in their best interest. Interest is not in their best interest to make big pharma accountable for keeping people on fucking medications. That's what they want. They want people on medication and no one's going to, as long as they're paying that, that kickback, no one's going to say anything until we say something. Because the goal of medicine should be not to be on medicine, to be on your own. The goal of medicine now today is you're going to be on meds for the rest of your life. And I get it. There's in, there's cases where you have to be. But not in all. Like, I'm pretty sure blood pressure is cap. Diabetes is cap. If you don't change the way you're doing things, then you need those meds. But that's another topic for another day. And uh, I hate the term stay woke because it became something so ridiculous. But I'm not saying stay woke. I'm just saying don't trust anybody. Don't trust yourself either. If you trust yourself enough to get to 300 pounds, you're not very reliable, buddy. Just saying. And I'm not no one I'm not here to preach or anything. I'm just saying don't listen to people about your life. Run the li run your life like you're the one running it. Not what do people think about this? Oh, that's what I think about. And just run with facts that are not checked by you. You spend that much time on the internet, research some shit on how to be better. How can you get to that point where you feel happy with yourself? And with that, my friends, ta-ta, because this ain't your army. Bye.